0: to another edition of positive talk radio we've got an exciting show for you today and a couple of really 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 dynamic people and uh um so um i don't know what else to say other than to introduce the two of you Uh, janet and jenny are here janet is the mommy uh jenny is the daughter and they have got an incredible story and uh, one of one of heartbreak difficulty success and dynamic a, a dynamic way to live and a and a really great story for all of us but before i go there i've got to talk to janet because mm-hmm. you were an actress you excuse me you are an actress
1: He's no. already <laughs>
2: <up-mute faster. laughs> but,
0: but i and because i've been reading your bio and uh, did I have did you and I have something in common? You know what that is?
2: You you were an actor too.
0: <laughs> I was, and uh, one of the show, one of the plays that I did uh, in college was Taming of the Shrew. Oh
2: my gosh!
0: And I played next, and my right hand man was I was Petruchio. My right hand man, man was Garubio, yeah. which yeah. is the part that you played. In, yeah. in, a, in a, now, to be fair, in a much much bigger production, mine was a college oh. production. Yours was an actual like I don't know real production uh, with professional actors and all of that. But but uh, that that was a, a, an amazing experience for me. Almost in oh. the relationship at the time. Uh, that
2: Petruchio, that is a that's lead role that's that's a a, a college let me tell you college puts out some tremendous plays and talented people so I I bet my mom dollar it was a wonderful production but I could see you doing
0: (laughs) (laughs) well I was skinnier then and I got to wear tights which I wouldn't wear now um.
2: actually you know what I still have my outfit
0: do front. you really?
2: <laughs> yeah, I said I got to keep this cuz if I found it really hard to let him go because the fellow, he was from New York. He had done some stuff in New York um that directed us. We were very fortunate to get him. And then he was at Ashcroft Theater in Portland, Oregon. And then he was asked to come and and um do this do this play uh, this and he loves Shakespeare, right? Um Taming the Shrew and I'd never done Shakespeare before. So it was, and he just let me go. He says, you're a comedic genius. He says, just go for it. So I was doing stuff on stage. He just was cracking up. I said, do you want me to leave that in? He goes, yeah. But it was just playing a guy. I didn't think it was one of the, I got to say, it's one of the characters I've done, and I've done quite a few plays, but I found him hard to let go of.
1: Yeah, you were invested in it. She even wore dad's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You did, <laughs>
2: You heard it all here, folks. <laughs> I'm a method actor, right down to the underwear. <laughs> well,
1: I'm not supposed to say that. No,
2: that's <laughs> funny. I do you know why? Because I uh, forgot all about that. Your uh, viewers are going to go. Who do you have on your show today?
0: <laughs> well, just just so everybody's okay, aware. When you when you're doing a um, especially Shakespeare, Shakespeare can be really tough. But when you're doing a play like that, you really have to get into the part not oh. only just the underwear but you've really got to get into all of it and it's and you know the sad thing is now this was I was 23 at the time and uh the only thing I remember was um uh, when uh Petruchio had uh taken Kate to his 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 home yes. and he and he put her in her room and she hadn't eaten and stuff the only yes. thing i remember is thus i have politically begun my reign tis my hope to end successfully my falcon is now sharp and passing empty that's all i remember
2: but that you know what that is awesome that you remember that seriously (laughs) because shakespeare shakespeare so hard and i remember bruce all these um uh what do you call all these things we had to do beforehand we had to do all these different things uh To be learning how to enunciate and how to do Shakespeare. At one time, he had us saying different Shakespeare lines from the play, and we had to go around the whole theater and then stop right on the stage. And he says to me, he gets me back, get back on the stage. He goes, "You know what, Janet? One of the things that's hard for actors is to really enunciate and really Shakespearean talk." He said, he said to me, and I've got to pull you back because it's like you. Over enunciated, over experience. I went. What he said? So you got it? Just <laughs> so I said, okay. But it yeah, I were was-
0: to do what you had to do, then rather than to f- try and get more, un- to be able to enunciate more clearly. Yeah. Our- so you did. You did. You did a great job. But I was just reading that. It was like holy mackerel. That's that's awesome.
2: <laughs> and that you know what? I'm glad, and it's so cool you play Petruchio because. Um, the guy that played Bertuccio, him and I became so close because there were so many moments there, like when Bertuccio slaps,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: slaps, slaps a Grumio across the face. And then when he's talking, uh, I was doing stuff like I was praying, like I was almost like hanging myself because he kept going on and on and on when he was around Kate. But there was just so many things, and they had me and Grumio who's the other one? He, she, um, Hortensio. Yeah, that was this the slave or the 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 one for there I can't remember so we won't go on about it. But it was just it was just it, it's a really good story. Like I've seen Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton's um movie one of yep. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and Shakespeare, you would like to think that Shakespeare was a, a he was first of all he was a terrific playwright. Oh. But he but he also had a really wicked sense of humor. for for the time now the language has changed quite a bit now but for the time like i I remember the one the one line that i do remember because it was it was um kate and uh, petugio were talking and um they were actually yelling at each other and he made a reference about her tail or a bee in her tail or something and then she made a reference and he said what with my tongue in your tail was what. Remember that line?
2: Yes, yes, yes.
0: yes. That, that was, I thought that was a little risque of him. Oh, that's <laughs> right? that's
2: yeah, some of his stuff that comes out, you go, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then just never remember to say that one word in the theater, right? That one word you're never supposed to say in the theater. Um, do you know what that Which is? is? No. Macbeth. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You never say that word. I remember someone was just new when we were doing this one, and someone said, "Oh, it's something like that." They said that's right the theater and everybody just went you never say that in a theater (laughs) and
0: by the way actors are tend to be a superstitious a lot because it's yeah because i would on every
2: i remember the very first play i did was harvey it's that jimmy stewart classic
0: jimmy stewart you haven't
2: seen the movie harvey it's so good and we brilliant. did the play for it. And I played Myrtle Mae Simmons. And it was just, it was my very first play I did when I got back into acting as you know, later life. And I remember I'd be peering out to see if the audience was there with little holes. And the cast behind me are going, what are you doing? I said, I'm oh, just wanting to see what's going on out there. They said, get in your, <laughs> get in your, your mode. But you know, I was just very new and just wanting to see what was going on in the audience. Yeah.
0: You know, I, the, my favorite, my favorite story about, about acting is that, uh, and you, you, can I, can I tell you this story real quick? Yeah. General, yeah. I, 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 I don't want to steal your thunder, but then we'll. we'll, hey, we'll it's I your
2: show. Do what you want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Keep forgetting that. Um, <laughs> I was doing, I was doing um, Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, and I was, I was Lazar Wolf, the butcher. Oh. and. In scene four he, he is gonna ask Tevia for uh, his daughter Tevi's daughter's hand in marriage and so he's 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 standing I was standing in the um, on stage and it was a barroom scene and uh, I was waiting for I was supposed to you know because of blocking uh, I was supposed to turn to my right and the bartender whose name is red Morka was going to be behind the bar and I was supposed to say to him red marker a bottle of your best brandy and uh because I was going to impress Tevi with because Lazar wolf was a well-to-do guy because he was a butcher and um so I'm standing there and I have the my I'm supposed to have a watch in my hand so I have that and you know how the blocking goes that yes. you're ready to go the screen yes. is closed or the, the the curtain is closed because it's a uh, um it's a dinner show performance. There are oh, 300 people yes. in the audience. I can hear them on the other side, and they're all chatting and talking and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so it was really exciting. And so our, our d- assistant director was, in those days, they had a screen that you would manually pull.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah.
0: And this is, this is um, back in the, uh, about 1980. But, but so, he was, so he was ready to pull the screen. And I looked around and the bartender's not there. Now I'm oh supposed to turn God. and my first words are going to be Reb Mordka. And and I, I said, Joe, Joe, he's not there. Reb Mordka's not there. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, the assistant director, who had a rather nasty sense of humor, slowly smiled at me oh. and opened oh. So you know what that's like when you are in on stage, and because yes, the improv up.
2: has to come out,
0: it's got to do something. So, because I've got a, a fairly powerful voice, I just yelled "Red Morca" at the top of my lungs, and you could hear the green room was down a yeah. hallway near the back of the theater, yeah. and you could hear this person running down <laughs> and toward to the to the. Uh, um, um, the stage so that he could pretend that he was like just off off stage a little bit
2: oh my gosh and it was like
0: fortunate because and then he said later he said the song in scene three was so beautiful i was just admiring it and how good it was and then you <laughs> screamed at me and it was like oh shit.
2: <laughs> well you know those things happen and i'll make this short sweet too i was doing london suite the guy that was playing my husband we were supposed to be doing our you know, back and forth titter over these Wimbledon tickets. And all of a sudden I looked at him and you just see where the eyes go. <laughs> oh, and I looked at him and I said, oh. I said, come here. I can't find my stockings that I want to wear. So I dive under the bed and we're pretending we're throwing underwear, we're storing stuff. And people are laughing, thinking it's part of the show. And all of a sudden he goes, I forgot my line. I said, here's your lines. And then I said, Oh, no, we can't do that now. We jump back up and he says he's lying. And then later that, that, in that same show that night, I went to go open the door to let the doctor in. The door wouldn't open. <laughs> so I can hear him laughing on the other side, and I'm trying to pull the door open. I'm going, ah, these doors. And I'm just going on and on. Oh, and I thought, so that was quite, quite, quite a night. So, yeah, there's so many bloopers I can say, but that's what I mean with that's what I love about theater it you got to improv it through because things like that can
0: happen right just like no, what they, they, It yeah. makes it really exciting and and uh, being if you if you've never done and i advocate to everybody and then yeah. we'll we'll get on with this but i yeah. advocate to everybody take an improvisational uh acting class that yeah, will, oh, be, it sure. will serve you in every part of your life because yeah. you'll learn to think on your feet you'll learn what to say and how to say it and all that kind of stuff so
2: yeah and after that it's 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 true that you, you it, it, I, if i'll say this being a talent scout for for the agency's roster i am and just what um casting directors and my agents said to me they love seeing actors who have done theater because they say theater is harder than film and tv film and tv you can cut go cut go theater you can't you're on that stage man you gotta you gotta just go for it the only time you have off if there's the intermission and that's or going from act to act
0: yeah one is in, in uh, I, I could just tell this story just real quick. Um, yeah. When we were doing Taming of the Shrew, the Kate that they picked was uh, a little on the heavy side. Oh, yes. And, yes. and at one point, I am supposed to put her over my shoulder and go <laughs> sure. walking us. So I tried to put her over, and it was a delicate balancing act to put her over your shoulder and not fall down. Well, I didn't do it very well and so we both fell over in a heap on the stage um, and then i just dragged her off by her hair or some silly thing (laughs) you just never know it and it's part
2: of the show just make it part of the show
0: exactly but we're here talking then now we're going to talk about why we're here because (laughs) uh,
2: (laughs) okay we got jenny sneezing you got me my eyes are watering (laughs) and we don't have covid people we really don't
0: no we don't and uh we're Owl. here with uh, yeah. janet walsley 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 right
2: walmsley
0: walmsley i yes. i get it sooner or later walmsley yeah. and jenny story and yes. we're talk... she's easy she's good <laughs> so we're we're going to talk about first of all uh janet's the mom jenny's the daughter And uh, and Jana resumed the acting career that we've been talking about uh, when she was like 41 years old. But there was so she had uh, Jenny before that. And um, Jenny was born and just a normal, happy little girl. But then at three years old, you discovered something. What did you discover?
2: Well, to tell you the truth, I didn't know what I discovered at the beginning because I had never uh, heard of the word autism um unbeknownst to me jenny was showing me all the signs of of autism um flapping hands spin yourself in circles would get very upset if we didn't have the same routine whether it was walking on stones to the park which we did a lot or going in a grocery store so everything was really routine for her um and also even her five senses very ooh very sensitive more so than what normally what we would have with our senses that's touch, taste, sound, lights. Um, She would want to eat the same thing all the time. Uh, Just so many things. And so I didn't realize it was until we went to the specialist. And that's when um, I was actually sat down and the specialist said to me, your daughter's never going to talk. She's never going to do well in school. She's never going to be where peers are. She's going to have a bleak future. And I am just sitting there going, can you not give me one smidgen of positiveness here, please? Just just one? Because I thought I just went, poor little thing, just went through two days of rigorous testing. And I just wanted to wave a magic wand and make her be like everybody else. But what came out from the tests were that it was autism. But back then, they didn't, I don't like this word, have a label for it. So um, they had to give her uh, a label of um mentally handicapped so we desperately needed support so this would be able to go to the through the children's services I mean we're in Vancouver BC now but when Jenny was young and growing up we lived in Vernon but I remember and I'll never forget this my poor mom she was there at the um, specialist two days too just to be supportive of us and I remember she was walking in front of me I very nicely kindly thanked the specialist but as I walked out the door my poor mom breathing down her neck that's not going to happen. You know, and and so we were very fortunate. I talk about in our book about our dream team. I felt like I hit gold mine with every single one of them, right from the professionals, the the speech therapist, language uh therapist, pathologist to the uh therapy, the play therapist, to the psychologist to the for a rabbit a daycare that she went to angels to our respite care people right through to the school system i have so many people in our book signings and speaking engagements just in tears saying that the school system hasn't been there they're they're trying to get help for their child I had one woman say the the money allotment that was supposed to be given to her child was was dispersed out on other things with the school so i i was fortunate they they brought me in every single professional, non-professional, every schooling, everybody brought me in and had me as part of the team. That's why I call us the dream team. And we went through goals. We went through reviews so that whatever they were doing with Jenny, I would also be able to carry on at home. I even went as far as to the States, to Sheffield, Massachusetts, to a couple named Samantha and Bernard Kaufman, who actually had a movie, Sunrise, The Miracle Continues, about their son, Ron. Um, they, They were told the same thing to him. And they now have uh, the Autism Treatment Center in Sheffield, Massachusetts, where they work with parents and autistic children. And their son has turned out to where Jenny has today. So my, my thought to, to expand here is for, for children of autistic parents, when they're told their child is autistic, to remember you're their rock, you're, you're their voice, you're their sounding board, you're their support, because at that time they can't talk and be there for them every step of the way and take them whatever level of autism, as we know, there's different levels of autism, but whatever level of autism they're at to let them reach each one of them reach their peak because they richly deserve that. They richly deserve to get as much in life as any other child or individual.
0: Well, autism, as you know, cause you've written a book about it and, and you're in working with Jenny over her life. Yes. You know that autism now is affecting more people than and it's like one in eight or something is somewhere on the spectrum or one in somewhere's yep. somewhere's in there. It's that numbers. In, it used to be like one in 60. And uh-huh. but then they've redefined uh, what the um, spectrum is, I guess. And it's yeah. now um, it's quite a lot of people and uh, it's environmental. The causes they don't really know. But the, yeah. it there, be there's document. so
2: many, there's so many things that they're saying like it's, it's vaccinations, it's environment, it's hereditary. I will say with us uh, on Jenny's father's side on my side, and I've looked fully into it, that there there hasn't been Say autism. In, I'm the first in the family, so this is where it's been been sort of different. And this is a real controversy because I'm not against vaccines. I'm going to tell you that much. I've never been against vaccines. However, Jenny took very sick after one of her vaccines before this all came about because she was developing mentally and physically the way she was supposed to. She had a really bad reaction um, for the vaccine. It almost killed her. She was in the hospital for two weeks. And I'll never forget, as time went on, when we got back home, she was a fighter. Jenny's always been a fighter. She fought through that. She lived through it. But I remember my friend saying to me, after a little while, when I went back to work, and I knew it too, but I wasn't saying anything because I thought, what is going on here? I remember Cher saying to me, I went in to get her one day, and she goes, I don't know who that is in my living room, but it's not Jenny. Where the heck did Jenny go? Mm so uh, th- that's the only thing with vaccinations i think sometimes you have to figure out with vaccinations and especially with a young child if there could be a blood test or an allergy test just to make sure they don't react to it but i'm not saying per se that's the cause of it because because there's so many avenues but you are totally right let's go to there autism is on the rise it has been for the past few decades before it was more in boys but now there's there's quite a few girls where it's, where it's happening too. And a lot of people have said, because it's not said so much about girls, it's with girls sometimes are a little bit different mm-hmm. with their autism than, than boys are. Um, you find some autistic individuals, they're very in your face. They don't know the space zone, the, the, <laughs> boundaries, right? the boundaries. Yeah. And Jenny is more opposite. She's a little bit more quieter, a bit more shyer. Um, and, but she speaks when she, you know, when she wants to speak, but so there's, that's all those, those different levels of, of autism that there is out there.
0: Well, and, and to fast forward to everybody, because uh, if you want to, if you want to go back to a previous, uh, positive talk radio episode, and it may have been my independence report at that time, we had them on and we, we discussed, you know, your adolescence and how difficult it was and that, that you are. You know, you're I believe that you were really fortunate to have a mama bear for a mom that that would not take no for an answer and really was your best advocate um, as you were growing up. But let's focus on Jenny, the adult now, because you are you are quite quite the impressive young lady. And I don't mean that as you are impressive even though, I mean, as standalone, just by yourself, you're an impressive young woman, i got to tell you.
1: Aw, thank you very much. That's so sweet of you to say.
0: Well, I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. <laughs>
2: thank you. Thank yeah, because do you remember when I first um, spoke to Jenny about writing this book about her, I, I thought, oh, gosh, I'm going to be exposing her naked out to the world. And she said this, do you remember what you said?
1: Um, Yeah, I uh, I, at that when I thought about it, it's like, you know, if this could help one autistic person and their family and like help inspire them go after their dreams and do what they liked like, right, then we would be doing something good and giving back to the world. And just yeah, if my story story can like help, you know, people like not to be scared of being autistic or just inspire them to do what they want, then I, I think it's I'm doing something good. And that's what matters in the end, right?
0: Thank you for doing that and for saying that because you're right. If we can do something good in the world, if you can have positive—that's what this program is all about. If we—if the three of us sitting here can positively affect one person, we've done our job. Exactly.
2: That's exactly it. And and like with 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 Jenny too. Like I just want parents to know I was never an assertive person, but I became assertive and a mama bear. Um, after we tried to do a hearing test to figure out what was going on with Jenny and to see her so upset, so frustrated and these, uh, these severe temper tantrums that she would have, I'd have to put her in a bath about 10 times a day. The water calmed her down. That's probably why she's like a dolphin or a fish now, (laughs) but if anything I can relate to parents is, um, it's okay to be assertive, not aggressive. I was very kind, assertive, both with the professionals, with daycares, with schools And one thing, cheer your child on, cheer them on. If anything I wanted to do for Jenny is give her confidence in herself and belief in herself. And I knew she could do the academics because she's a smart, smart young lady. I was always concerned about socialization because that is very key with I would say 99% of autistic individuals is socialization. So every year I with all the groups of our dream team, I talk about socialization, I talk about conversation. That's why play therapy was so Let's go German Wunderbar uh, with Jenny because uh, it really taught Jenny how to converse, how to play appropriately with children because she never wanted anybody to play with her. And she kept everything to herself and she'd line things up and heaven forbid if you took it out of the lineup or if anybody tried to socialize with her because she was in like this little bubble of her own. That's why I thought at first it was her hearing. But now I see her now and like being on the show, and we have our book signings. And I saw her on Saturday, you know, just talking with people. She's come such a long way. Um, I'm just so happy for her and so proud of her.
0: Well, if you're just tuning in now, when uh, Janet got the diagnosis when she was three years old, the doctor was a bit of a sour fella when he said that she wasn't going to be able to do anything really in life except just sit there and now look at her today we haven't even talked about your authorship of two books that uh are doing extraordinarily well and there they are and you so you have you've written them both and tell us about there's a little gold seal on on the blue one right there what does that say the gold yeah. seal
1: it, it so uh so we entered this in a content called a book excellence award and i it was one of the book excellent award finalists so i made it yeah. into like the finalists of their- and
0: we found that we got some good news today yeah. good news. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so so I also entered the second one in there as well. And because they enjoyed like the artwork and the story around it and the characters, it also made it into the book's Excellence Award finalists as well. So, yeah, so j- and she just, she just found out about that today. Yeah, they, yeah so.
0: Oh, and, awesome. just, and I'll Go plug ahead.
1: mine too. Oh. I've got one too. <laughs>
0: Oh, good for you.
2: And I also won in New York the Indie Books Awards um, Generation uh, Award, too, in New York. So, and Jenny's just entered that with her book as well. Yeah, yeah. so fingers crossed.
0: And, so and they the, are uh,
2: award winning books. They're also bestsellers. Mm-hmm. But our main goal is we just want to share our story to shine a positive, not only for the autistic. Um, community for families and autistic individuals, but also for the general public to shed the stigma block that still surrounds autism and to show these beautiful individuals who are such a lovely asset to society and to the workforce. I hear a lot of autistic individuals having issues trying to get on in the workforce. It's it's getting better, um, but yeah
0: it's 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 hard now uh jenny if you um were to go to work in like a nine to five or or like at a restaurant or or doing something like that what would it be that you would choose to do
1: in ge- like any just regular job in general like yeah
0: guess, just uh, just any, any 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 kind of job that you you would do what what would you like to do
1: okay well i guess aside from like the animation like we're getting an animation studio um hmm well, you do background acting. <laughs> yeah, I do background acting, but that varies sometimes. Like, yeah. sometimes it can be three hours, but it's like usually six hours, and then depending, you can hit overtime. My Julian the Phantoms was a good one for that. I just got to sit there until the very end, and then I did stuff. I yeah, like, she just yeah. started getting into background acting,
2: and, she had, well, no, actually almost two years, and she's really enjoying it. And yeah. she just signed on with my agent to try out some speaking roles. What did you do in high school that you really did? What 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 job did you get in high school?
1: Oh, I worked at a taco time when I was a teenager. That was fun. I worked out for the cashier sometimes. And then sometimes I I usually work most in the back, though, with like making the food and like that. But I did work a little bit in the cashier. I liked to work in the back, though. Well, Jenny always
2: liked tacos. And I spoke with the owners and explained the scenario of Jenny being autistic and shy. And math was a little bit harder for her and you know they took her on right away they said we'd love to have jenny i i remember these two women so well and they took jenny on and i know there's times it was a bit nerve-wracking for her but i thought it was good for her to step into something like that and she ended up doing really well really well with it
0: yeah i managed a mexican restaurant for a number of years and 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 jenny i mean to tell you making a burrito is not easy in the beginning
1: (laughs) Oh, gosh, no. Holy smokes. I <laughs> yeah, did okay. They look perfect. No one complains. So. <laughs>
0: well, that's that's cool because you're putting them together so that they, all the innards stay in there and, it, and it, it's it's solid and it looks good it yeah. took me a while to to figure out how to be able to do that but I mean, good for you and and uh and that's you know working there i mean it's a fast-paced job and you, there's lots of stuff to do now yeah. explain to me because i'm not sure that we know what it is down here when you say background acting what are you talking about
1: oh so you know like the- extras oh okay extras? Uh- <laughs> <actors. laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, you can call it that too. Extras, I just call it background work. So uh, yeah, so like extras, you know, like people in behind the movies, like in the background or the main characters talking. and then there's like people either walking or like talking on coffee tables. That's what I would be doing in background work. They'd either sign me to like either walk around, or I'd be at a table talking to people, whatever they want me to do. Or like I remember with Motherland, there was this one part where The goal was like we weren't happy with these um witches and so we were in a riot and so we had to do riot stuff so i was in a riot for that so it was interesting
0: that would be fun that's
1: really cool stuff actually here's something cool her and i i
2: played mom whelan in the unforgivable the sandra Mm -hmm. bullock movie that's on netflix yes Jenny did. jenny did background in that yeah so that was kind of cool yeah i got (laughs) to
1: see sandra bullock from afar which was awesome yeah, well, so <laughs> I got in the movie, but it was still cool to be there.
2: Yeah. So and, she did background and I did the role of mom Wheeling in it. So it's kind of cool to have a mother-daughter sort of scenario there, too. Not only oh, books, but in acting.
0: That is awesome. By the way, um, I'm a firm believer in following your passion. And Jenny, when you were talking about being an actor, a background actor, you lit up. Yeah. I want I you think. to watch this again. Right? Because when you start talking about that. You absolutely show your light was on vibrate. It was really high uh-huh. and you did it really nice. So that that tells me that by all means, that is a great thing for you to be doing. And, yeah, uh, and, it, and it's very it's it's fulfilling for you, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's nice. and I get to, like, meet other people and talk to people, because, like, as much as I love writing and animating, for now, especially with COVID, I kind of have to stay at home and work by myself, but with, like, doing the background work, yeah, we still have distances, like, you know, for safety, but we get to still interact and talk to each other, and I've even made friends. Actually, yesterday, uh, one of the friends that I met on Motherland, um, I met with her yesterday because we wanted to go see Fantastic Beasts for her birthday, so, yeah.
0: Oh, that, that is really cool. By the way. And this is
2: what I loved about her doing this because I want her to get out, you know, there and socialize and be with other people. So it's just, you don't know what it does to my heart to see her doing stuff like this. And when I see her at the book signings, because I just remember before, and if anybody saw Jenny before, it's here now that go, yeah. is that the same person? Like, so it's just, it's just a joy just to see you're doing everything she's doing
0: now because she started out and was was so um wanted to be alone and kind of an introvert how and you look at her now like like you were just saying she you wouldn't have guessed that in a million years um so when was it and how did that transformation come about you have any idea
1: you remember for like being more extroverted i
0: suppose yeah to be to, to, to being being wanting to be around people and wanting to experience what they have to say and and stuff and to really and 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 to be the person that you are because you i gotta tell you you are adorable you, Aww, you, you, you. you just really are when you that smile of yours and when you talk um and you you, you you light up a room you know how yeah. many how few people can light up a room
2: That's what I. That's what we always hear. Like at signings, and and that's so kind of you to say because I know Jenny. There's there there is still traits there for autism, but they can be very subtle. I know they're there because I know Jenny. Um, so does her brother and people that know her really well. But a lot of people say, "What?" (laughs) But she knows how to work with it now. And even though there's times it still can be. Uh, You know, sometimes we go to book signings, and Jenny goes, I feel sick to my stomach. I don't know if I really want to do this. And here's mom, lovely mother. Here's a bag, puke. We got to (laughs) go. This goes, Where's the mother that's in the book? (laughs) Oh, poor Jenny. She knows I'm kidding, though. (laughs) Well,
0: you do, you know, and the two of you make a great duo. And uh, it, it would be great fun, you know. And tell us, by the way, tell us about the book signing you did on Saturday.
1: Okay. yeah so it started at one but we got up there early to set and we usually they had our books there because we're in the, the they're in assignment thing
2: they're no, no oh, they're sorry, not consignment sorry. they're sorry. they're right but in the book there's, system there's they're right, system. right in and the book we're not consignment like a lot of Authors are, but yeah. they've got us right in uh, Indigo yeah. System. And so. so,
1: yeah, so they had books, and then we usually put up little newspapers and, like, information about the books around the table. And then posters, yeah. Yeah, book posters, too. And then, yeah, we uh, interacted with the people. My mom usually goes around, like, the building, talking to people, and then I'll just kind of stay close to the table and like, you know, hello, say hi to people and how they are. And if they want to like listen and hear what the books are about, then I'll talk to them, let them know. And if they're not, then I just let them go because I don't want to like bug them, I guess. Yeah. The, that- the,
2: the, the manager and the people mm-hmm. that look after the stores and, and this one included, we've, he's had us at a former store. He was at about six times. He's had us there a few times, but what he loves is he loves how Jenny is stays at the table and she does her thing around the table and then mom here, I go all around the store.
1: And interact because I
2: oh yeah, and and interact, like and, and and let people know that we're here, let them know about her book and my book, and then a lot of them beeline it right from mm. the table. And there's Jenny. And then Jenny will talk about her book and my book at the table, and she'll draw people in and say hi. And it's just amazing how it works. We have other authors saying, why? Oh, well, yeah, but you've got two of you. I says, then bring someone with you that's passionate, whether it's a family member or a friend. They can walk the store, and then you can stay, stay there or switch up. So, yeah. And then our book signing this time, we had a woman who wants us to talk at a high school about her story. We had another one that, oh, let's just go on another podcast. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. It's a Canadian podcast. It's a Canuck podcast. But And we have people that want us to go um, – uh, different organizations and things. We've just been asked to speak at uh, a huge thing at the Autism BC. They want to to have us. Mm-hmm. This store we were at on Saturday is asking us back. Plus, we have other stores now that are getting a hold of us that we've been to before, but now that COVID, they're slowing down, yeah. that, that are asking us. So it was uh, a very successful and wonderful mm-hmm. day, the people that we
0: met.
1: Yeah, you might And you just-
0: almost ran out of books.
1: Yeah. I only had one more left of the first one. We're all gone. And her second one sold, and then mine,
2: quite a few of mine sold. So it was it was a very successful day. But it's also the connections we make make. It's also the people we meet, yeah. you know, the families of who have an autistic child or they know an autistic person, or you have people that come to our signings that have read our book and It's just made them so happy and hopeful because they see a light at the end of the dark tunnel and rainbows of colors. We have a future. Our child has a future. We have a future. And I also beeline for siblings because siblings kind of get left out. They're also in the picture too, right? They're living it and a lot of them get jealous or they're very embarrassed by their, 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 their their autistic sibling. So I beeline a lot to talk to them, see how life's going, what they, what they like and, uh, you know how they feel about it so it's there's just a really nice essence that happens at our signings
0: now you have uh jenny of course and then you have a son is that right
2: i have a son chris who lives in australia mm-hmm. yeah yeah and who also when he was in high school was writing and also <laughs> god he's so great at his artwork but and i kept it and i said to him you should do it. And he goes no no no
0: what in the world is he doing in australia
2: Well, actually, he's in Tasmania right now. He met an Aussie. Uh, He's lived there for 15 years. He has two boys now. We're hoping to go there, hopefully, um, end of this year. Uh, And so he met her, and he couldn't live without her, left Canada, went to Australia, and he's been there ever since. They just moved to Tasmania last June.
1: Yeah. 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 Don't
0: you know that they have, like, snakes there and spiders (laughs) and crocodiles oh, and great whites and great white uh, yeah. uh sharks and all we that actually thing.
2: were there we were actually there three years ago and uh but we were fortunate we didn't we didn't see any of that but yeah, boy I didn't
1: but, my dad getting attacked by them yeah
2: my koala bear i finally got to hold a koala bear and her oh. name was snow and i thought well that's yeah. typical for being canadian canadian yeah but one thing that we want to let you know kevin one thing we're really excited about because this is coming out it's being published and it's coming out on june 1st jenny and i are co-authors of a book that's being available then called pursuit 365 and we're thrilled to be a part of it because it encompasses persons from all walks of life it really grabs at your heartstrings and your souls because it's very inspirational engaging And raw stories that are being told by all these different individuals in the book
0: and the name of the book again is
2: it's called p it's pursuit p-u-r-s-u-i-t dash three six five and it's a book with 365 people um and they're sharing all their stories of something that's happened in their lives or something that's gone on in their lives and it's very really engaging stories they're very inspirational but there's also very raw stories and jenny's on one page of it and i'm on the other side of the book on a page of it so it's oh, been exciting to be a part I of think, that Yeah, well, that,
0: that is that is really super that is is—that yeah. is really cool and, and what did and, you
2: just do recently jenny
1: oh with what
2: charmaine and michael
1: oh yes uh so um um we talked to sure so this is uh, for a company raise a dream by charmaine and another partner of hers uh but she had a special with uh this guy named Michael who's an animator and because they're working on a film together but he made this um, little animated short called back home again, which is around the fires of Fort McMurray, and, like, all the people getting affected by it. But, it's like, they're all animals, like, so think Topia in a sense. And so, yeah, we talked to them because I'm hoping to make my um, first book here into an animated film or TV show. And so, yeah, we talked to them, and they gave me some, like, advice and tips on what to do. And I've been – now we're, like, looking at places for, like – because I finished, actually, a – a script some of the script for it and so now we're we're going to like um script writing places where they do grants in that for it. so yeah and it's really
2: cool because um michael is his name he's produced and kind of directed this and charmaine is one of the producers and it's called back home again but listen to the cast they have in it eugene levy katherine o'hara martin short (laughs) jeremy renner mr hawkeye um kim bassinger tom green graham green and what he did is because he was fr- um around fort McMurray when this is yeah. northern alberta where there's that huge fire um it just mm-hmm. spoke took everything away but he does it from the animal's perspective so he's got the real seriousness in it but then he's got the humor with it and you can hear Martin short in his character and and eugene levy they even make his eyebrows in it like and he's uh i can't remember what animal he plays i think he was a duck i think he was a duck yeah but so so well done and so it was really nice of them to talk with jenny because then she could get inspiration and tips and avenues to bring her books to life in an animated series or uh movie yeah.
0: now are you thinking about uh putting that, that all together yourself in your own studio and then and or are you gonna uh, try and sell it to somebody to do it professionally or do it because you're a professional at what you do uh because you you also were awarded for the covers of your books as well so they they thought that was pretty pretty outstanding because you did the covers yourself right
1: Oh, uh, no, that was done by a nice lady named Tristan Baldwin. But I do my own illustrations. In but, well. but her
2: illustrations, oh, are yes, in her book, and yeah. I think maybe yeah. that's what you're, you. you're That's making, what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Like this. Um, she's gotten a lot of reviews oh, of, cool. her, of her yeah. illustrations. And with her being a 2D, 3D animator, what she wants to do, she wants to work with the producers and studios where she can be part of the animation process. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's cool. Well, I I wish you a lot of oh there you oh wow
2: yeah yeah she does all the illustrations in in both books so yeah it's been really um really cool for for Jenny to be meeting people like this because yeah. this is her next goal I mean you know when you think of what when you think I can just put a conclusion to it like this when you think of what I was told when she was young never talk never do well in school never be where peers are her future was bleak. Now she's twenty nine. Her first, she became a two D three D animator before she was twenty. She her book first book was out before she was twenty one. She's she's doing all these books. She's doing script work for the books now, and and, 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 well, she's, and, she, and she's doing animated shorts, and she's, she, you know, she's just just like some people don't even have one profession, more or less two, three, four, and it's just it's just amazing. And I I I, I gotta say this one woman when I wrote my book, um, she had bought it and she went, um, she went back to the States and she read my book on her flight home in the plane. She read it all. She got a hold of me. And she said, wow, I want to do a Jenny. She says to see that girl push down her fears, push down her barriers, push down her obstacles and do what she's doing. She says, I want to do that. I want to push my fears this way. I want to, and she'd never been around autism before. And she said, Janet, you gave me such a, enlightening eye-opening viewpoint my viewpoint has totally changed
0: you know what i was, which by the way is awesome but i was i was sitting here just thinking to myself you do animated shorts do you think you could uh uh create a, a short fat white guy
1: i can see what do yeah, for sure I'll you
0: see. should
2: have kevin do a voiceover yeah. of one of your I characters can't. when we do this this
0: I'm, I'm what i'm thinking is that we could put together uh we should we should talk we should yeah, talk yeah. because i would love i would love to create an animated short that i could voice over that we could you know, i could use my voice and and stuff like that for and, and to be part of
1: it oh that'd be cool yeah i could definitely do that yeah i'd love that'd to talk cool. about that with you for yeah. sure
0: so let me ask you, is it easier to draw a short, fat, white guy or a tall, black, white guy or a tall, white guy?
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, let me see. I think because of movement, you can have more fun with someone bigger as well as a tiny person. Yeah, it's just it depends what kind of, like, animation and style you're looking for.
0: How much you can make us jiggle and that kind of thing? I not know. I really didn't mean that. So oh God, so you guys it is such a it is such a pleasure to talk to you guys. You you are it, it, you're fun. Um I, I am so excited for your future Jenny. Aww, um thank you. I I think that your future is is bright and it's golden and you're going to do some incredible things in your life. Aww. And um and thanks mom for making for helping her make that happen.
2: Well, that's yeah. That's the whole essence of being a mom, right? You brought them into the world. You want to give them the best. You want to be there for them. And mm-hmm. um, I don't even think of it as a job being a mom. I just enjoy it so much. And I'm very honored to to be her, be, be her mom. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always said, even when I was younger, I wanted to be a mom. And I've got two great kids. I couldn't, you couldn't ask for better a better son or, or daughter. And I just feel very, very fortunate.
0: And the, the really cool thing here is, is that not only are is Jenny successful, and Jenny's done a great deal, but you're you're not bad yourself there, Dix. So, <laughs> you I'm know. doing
2: okay, right? Yeah. Never thought I'd write a book. Got a book. Never thought I'd get back into acting. And I've been on film, TV, movies, theater, directed. Now I'm a talent scout. Now I also teach my classes. Uh, anybody just starting out in acting? I do it on Zoom. So I do it for background actors crossing over to speaking roles, theater crossing over to film and TV, people who just thought, oh, I gave up my calling. It's called Shifting Lanes. And I love teaching this, this class. I'm doing it for a few years now through uh, Van Studios here. But I also work, I coach actors uh, for their auditions. I also do packages for actors to help them bring um an acting package in front of an agent getting an agent to make it pop um and then like and then i act so there's just there's 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 many things and i i i also do i used to be a dental assistant hygienist for 27 years i just did this not too long ago i because i don't want to give up my dental but i do dental promos in stores for dental products <laughs> everybody goes where do you have the time to do all this so i don't know well, I, I i wonder why jenny is the way she is because she's seen that through me all my life so
0: yeah when I mean, you spent 27 years sticking your hands in people's mouths i don't know <laughs> i could not do that but that's that's okay um, i loved it loved it so since you since you're so plugged in if you know anybody that is looking for a voiceover of a really i've been told i don't know if it's true or not but i've been trolled that <laughs> my my um, uh i have i have one of my doctors says i put your podcast on when i'm ready to go to sleep because your voice is so so, so soothing yes
2: so. It, it is very very much yeah. so i'll have to check out about this because yeah. sometimes like i remember when i first started out here because 99 we have we're hollywood north right vancouver and right. we have so many american produced shows here I think I said this before in the last one is trying to learn the, uh, when you first start the standard American accent. I said, what's standard American accent? I said, I know Southern, I know Minnesota, because I'm from Manitoba. I says, but what are you talking about? What's standard American? Because I remember the first one I did for a TV show, and they said, producer loves you, da 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 da. But boy, we got to get rid of that Canuck accent. And I went, what?
0: Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, eh?
2: Yeah. oh we don't see a boot says I mean, a boot that's people in the east but you know it is there's things like out and about and sorry we say sorry and i just had i just had an audition for a tv series here um it was one of the Waylands brothers that's doing it and i i was i had to remember oh remember it's not process it's process And it's not often it's often like you know you have to you really and we Canadians, we're flat toned. We upspeak. Everything's like a question. Americans are very up and down, and then down. <laughs> so it's big, big difference. Didn't know that.
0: It's it's a it's a real art form to be able to accents are really uh, a good accent. I I I dabble, but I'm not very good at any of them. But uh, but to really do a good accent is really hard. Yeah,
2: well, in plays, you know, did you know the British? And I lived in Germany for a few years, so um actually the one that got best supporting actress for comedy in la a couple of years back um i played dr hilda van Den Garten. i was a german sex therapist and i was just hilarious and he said go for it janet so i put dr ruth in a whole different form
0: (laughs) so so you won best supporting actress in something
2: i was nominated for i didn't win i was well, I, I was told and I was, mm, but I was nominated for Best Sporting Actress in a, in a comedy in L.A. And actually, Alexander Paul, I don't know if you know her, but she played the lieutenant in Baywatch. Uh, she was also the lead. I don't know if you remember the cult classic. It was Christine. It was the red car. <laughs> she, played, yeah. act, she played the lead actress in that, but she was also the lieutenant in Baywatch. So she was one of the actors in in my category and Richard Hatch was there was my idol. Um Jed Hirsch was nominated in something the guy from from Taxi. Yeah, uh-huh. there were some well-known people there and they, they, everybody was so kind, so nice. Just just had a wonderful time at it. Yeah.
0: Did you get the walk on the red carpet? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That, that would be what did somebody yeah, interview? Yeah, Jenny came you?
2: with me too. It was really and and a few that the director was there the writer, one of the other actors, Mm -hmm. another actor was nominated too. And uh, the show was nominated. Yeah. So it was really, it was, it was really cool.
0: Well, congratulations. You've, you have both uh, had quite a life and uh, it's only going to get better from here.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, you are wonderful. We want to thank you for having us, Kevin. You make really seriously, you, you just make a person feel so good about themselves, but you also are are very intuitive. But you're really genuine interested interested in the story, and you feel it. And that is something when you're being interviewed that is really nice um, to have uh, for us. So thank you so much for being you and having us on your show. You're 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 wonderful. You really are.
0: Well, thank you so much. But I got to tell you, um, your story it touches the heart. Uh, because everybody wants good things to happen for people and when they actually actually happen it really is a heartwarming story and uh and jenny you you are uh the first time i i met you you were a little bit quieter i feel like we've gotten to know each other now and and you are you're 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 just you're just a for lack of a better term you're adorable and mom mom, so are you because you know you're a great team and i and the love between you is is so huge we we need more of what you guys have and what what you bring to the world
2: well they well thank Thank you you. kevin they always say you can never be your 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 child can never be your best friend but i gotta say as much as i very responsible for my kids always have been um i'm mom i was you know had my sternness with them too but i gotta say my daughter and my son are my best friends um they truly truly are uh i know some people don't believe in that but for us it's worked um i'm their mom number one i always am but i'm also their their best friend and vice versa
0: see i my my take is kind of is kind of like that in that when my kids were growing up i was dad I was responsible. I made sure they did, did their homework, and it's, but now they're older. I, they're thirty and thirty-three, and now it's like it's transitioned. I'm yeah, not so. their father. I'm their friend, and if I can be of service to them and to help them through some of the things in life, then that's that's what I do. And a lot of times, they, I'll say, maybe you should think about this, and they'll say, Dad, shut up. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just be over here, just my own business. <laughs> because they're, oh grown, my they're grown men and they can they can do what they like. So yeah, well, um,
2: and I think as parents, that's some That's where some parents have it really hard with the empty nest syndrome because the child goes and you're just going, okay. And then you look at the husband, who are you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> No, yes, I say but, that jokingly, everybody out there. I say that jokingly. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You have no idea. <laughs> how true <laughs> that is. And the couples that make it after that, after the, after the kids leave, are the ones who can rediscover each other. Yes. Um, and, yeah. But a lot of people so have gotten true, so true. far apart that yeah. it's hard for them to rediscover each other and to, and to, and to make it, and to make it work. So, yeah. you know, yeah. but that's a, that's a story for another time.
2: That's a story. Yeah. And yeah. just to let you know, our books um, are oh. on, here's here the mother go. with the plug-ins. <laughs> um, our books are on Amazon. <laughs> uh, they're on Indigo. Um, we have our Barnes website too. What? Barnes
1: and Noble. Barnes
2: too. and Noble. Um, yep. We have our own uh, websites and all you have to do, if you just look up Janet Wamsley or Jenny's story, They'll just come right up on, on Google. They'll come up there, and our websites are on there as well. Because you can buy them from us, too, and we'll sign them. We have personalized bookmarks we give out. Um, so, yeah. So, we're just uh, – just thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for, for letting you. us share our story and our books and and our acting. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be doing a podcast for acting. With a girl from L.A., because um, she heard about my story of coming out, you know, at, later in life and, and everything else that I do. So I'm going to be doing that next month as well. So kind of veering off in that route.
0: Well, that, that, that's wonderful. That, that, that And by the way, you, you're not later in life. You're just more experienced.
2: Ex- you know what? Yeah. But I don't know. Like I say to Jenny. You know, sometimes I care what people say, sometimes I don't. I says I feel like I've gotten into that older sixties issue. As
1: old as you feel. That's right.
0: Well I sometimes I get uh uh people that will comment on my podcast. And in this particular one, there was uh, a a volume issue, and so he he said, You have a volume issue on this, because when I listen to And I was having a gentleman by the name of the... He was the cigarette whisperer, and they help people quit smoking cigarettes. And he said, when the whisperer is talking, he has one level. And when the old guy is talking, that's... Oh,
1: no. Uh
0: No, I deleted him. (laughs) Do
2: you know what it is, Kevin? I don't know about you, and I don't know about all of your viewers up there, but... Sometimes I forget I'm 66. I keep thinking I'm 26 or 36 because I still feel that way. I still feel alive and you know live life. And my motto is live, love, learn, play, enjoy every day. Treat every day like your last. Well, don't think of it that way, <laughs> you know, and just just enjoy your life. I, 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 I you know I'm 66. You know we can't stop it, right? But but don't. I remember my girlfriend. She when we turned 30, she goes. Oh, I guess I have to get out the four trail pants. <laughs> I'm going. What are you talking about? I said. It's
0: what? it's just a number, but I, I'll tell you, I, I I'm 64, and well, uh, I um, 64. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me <laughs> when I'm 64? Uh, but and, but I didn't You're think. Awesome. But, it, very good. Very good. <laughs> And uh but before we go Jenny I want to give you the opportunity to have the last word and to say anything that you would like to to our audience that's listening now or will listen to this podcast in the future because it's going to be a good one.
1: Um oh, okay, uh where should I start? Um um, just enjoy, like my mom said before, enjoy life. Do what you want to do, like me, following, writing my books or animating. It's just because you only get one life, so why not do what you love with it? And, yeah, and I hope you're having a great day.
0: Well said. Perfectly said, I might oh, say. Thank and you. By the way, we've been talking to Janet. I'm not going to mess up your last name and your life. <laughs> <years. laughs> Woobsley. Waltz, which is which is a good british name and and jenny story have been our guests and their mother daughter and their actress and actress and writer and writer and some really really cool people so i hope you'll take time to listen to this podcast and go to positive i would appreciate that as well thank you you too and you stay right where you are and i'll be right back thanks, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of KMmedia.pro. Please visit our website, oddly enough, named KMmedia.pro for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to each other, because each